You are not going to want to miss this today. We are talking about vaginal health, but it's about food for your vagina. No, we don't feed our vaginas. But it's all the great, good, whole food that's going to support the health, the pH, reduce inflammation. Oh my gosh, there's so much to say. Stay tuned for this incredible show. Today, we're going to continue our talk about vaginal health. Yes, great talk yesterday. I really enjoyed that and um, so much fun to, uh, you know, talk about things that nobody ever talks about. Well, in my circle, they do. I don't know about yours. So today, again, we're going to continue this and I'm just, you know, we're talking about eight, eight or more food that are healthy for your vagina. And I love how uh, Healthline put this in here. <laughs> Eight bite for your bits, your vagina's favorite foods. <laughs> Just, uh, makes me laugh, sorry. I love it, I love it, I love it. So I mean, even though we talk about hormone health and we talk about vaginal health, for sure, it's, it's all encompassing, it's about understanding, it's about anti-inflammatory, it's about detoxification, and it's supporting your body with the best food that is available for any reason, right? Any reason at all. So again, when you're balancing health and you're balancing stress and you're balancing things even below your belt, I love that. It's all about unbalanced pH, right? So in a word, in, in that, it's about understanding even odor or discharge, things like that, that you can recognize that your, your vaginal pH is off. And when you have this misimbalance of things, um, and when your even when your estrogens drop as well, we spoke about that yesterday, um, it, it's being aware. That's why doing a, a self-examination or uh, doing even a... Um, a tactile examination um, to understand how things are feeling, if there's any difference, if it changes, and you can always do those at the same time as when you're doing your monthly breast exams. Again, you do it about eight days after the day, day one of your period, so it's consistent. Um, do not do it before your period because, or before um, the full moon, or before the new moon. Anyways, during that cycle, <laughs> when things start to change, uh, that's why day eight always works the best, right? Day eight is, is the, if you have a cycle, it's the first day one is your day of your first period. If you're not cycling, day one would be the new moon. So, um, and again, I believe this, you still always have a certain cycle, even though you don't have a cycle. Uh, it's just life it's how we are influenced uh, by our, our hormones still into life and then how we are influenced around with the environment around us. Okay, the vaginal pH is supposed to stay at about 3.8 to 4.5. It needs to stay that way so bacteria can't thrive there uh, if it's not the bacteria that doesn't belong there. Um, and normally, if you uh, you can buy little pH test kits, uh, and you can also then test for vaginal uh, bacterial vaginosis. Again, those are um, usually UTIs. The start of UTIs when you can see that as well, and to stay healthy with that. So watching sugar intake, watching all those things. So don't worry. It is always about 
the you know it was so uniquely and incredibly made that it can take care of itself as long as we are doing proper vaginal care good hygiene safe uh, good hygiene practices uh, safe sex regular gynecological visits and again you want to check your own ph to sort of ensure that it stays on track that's the easiest way that you can promote your health below the belt which i just love and um they always come up with the greatest lines. I don't come up with this by myself, folks. I do. I just do research and, and understand and then share this with you. So cranberries, number one, cranberries is the top food that you can eat for vaginal health. Not only is it really beneficial to tackling uh, UTIs, right? But there are so many antioxidants and acidic compounds, which then keep the bacteria from adhering to the bladder wall. It's as easy as that. And we're talking fresh cranberries or 100% pure cranberry juice, not the concentrated or not the sweetened stuff. This is the tart, gross, horrible stuff um, and not with vodka. Okay, no vodka. But you're talking the organic. Um, there's some great brands out there and there are always some really great, great ones as well. And if you are, if you suffer from gout or chronic arthritic conditions you can always get the wonderful cranberry black cherry blend that they have out there i think it's nuts and nude nude berry it's in the organic line at the grocery store and uh, they have that so always making sure that it does not have sugar because the sugar is not going to help you cranberries contain powerful and acidic compounds that fight bacteria it contains antioxidants vitamin E and vitamin C to boost your immunity and always opt for natural sugar-free cranberries or fresh cranberries, right? You can always throw them, make your pure cranberry pills, right? You can take pure cranberry pills or you can always mix fresh cranberries into your smoothies. Isn't that nice? Now, you can also eat more sweet potatoes for fertility. Now, again, this has a lot to do with pH, Right, but these potatoes have sweet benefits for women who are going trying to be uh, trying to get pregnant, and that has that premise of providing all that it needs, even if you're after pregnancy age. Beta carotene, vitamin A, it helps to strengthen and protect uterine walls at any age, right? And we know that this uh, carotene, beta carotene, and vitamin A have had great benefits again for fertility and production, even after. Right, we all know that it helps sweet potatoes, wild yams, sweet potatoes, also help in the production of sex hormones and often are rec rec uh, recommended for women who have polycystic ovarian syndrome, right? So sweet potatoes, high in vitamin A, high in beta carotene, help strengthen the muscle tissue, the, the vaginal walls and uterine walls. And you can start by making uh, sweet potato toast and uh, you can actually just start incorporating it into beautiful french fries, natural cooked french fries in the oven, and or always using it as part of a side dish when you are using uh, or making sweet potatoes instead of white potatoes. Number three, probiotics introduce good bacteria down there too. So probiotic rich food like probiotic, uh, sorry, like fermented foods, like homemade sauerkraut, not the wine-based sauerkraut that tastes great on a knockwurst, right? Like a beautiful barbecued sausage. No, homemade organic or plain um, fermented cabbage or vegetables, 
kimchi, which is pretty much the same except with the addition of maybe daikon radish, cat white radish, uh, sorry, Chinese cabbage, and also then the Chinese little red peppers. Um, and homemade yogurts, not Yoplait, not all of that crazy yogurt you see that lines the complete shelf at the grocery store. Now, it's not just little, it's a complete aisle of yogurts. Um, it's too much sugar in that, too much process, too, man too many things that are not necessary. You can make your own yogurt and that is healthy for your gut. And again, it's about balancing your pH level and warding off infections. These live active cultures uh, provide food and good bacteria to our bodies, um, and that will help prevent yeast infections. It helps get our calcium in the body, and it has actually even shown to, to improve PMS symptoms for the body as well. So again, you know, uh, probiotics for vaginal health by pill, by fermented foods, by homemade yogurts, and all this homemade, all the other stuff is too, I'm not sure what Carrie Geegan does for your health. Just saying. The pH levels drew, uh, helps balance, it helps introduce more good bacteria, helps ward off infections, helps prevent yeast infections, contains calcium, right? Lots of good sources of other vegetables as well. And um, there are so many great ways to easily, easily, I think we, we make it too difficult for ourselves to think about making fermented foods uh, just try it, not it's just cabbage, throw it out. Plant, number four, plant fats for better circulation and sex drive. Remember we talked about this this morning. The omega-3 fatty acids are so important for circulation and blood flow. And if the amount of uh, nervous system and circulatory system, right, that go into either the penis or the vagina or to the clitoris is incredible, right? Um, so it's always good to ensure that your circulatory system, the microcirculation, is kept up. Uh, this is very important. And you also want to ensure that the anti-inflammatory aspect of things so you uh, don't lose those love and feelings. You can also use sea buckhorn oil to, it's like a linoleic, uh, palmatic oil, and it helps to improve uh, vaginal dryness for postmenopausal women. So in the living libations or in the Godessa oils, vaginal oils, sea buckhorn oil, sea buckthorn oil is beautiful, and it's one of the main components of those oils. And menstrual cramping, girls, you still got that going on? fish oils will help out that severely. It was just amazing. It can be more effective than ibuprofen. So you've got that menstrual cramping, you have that sort of uh, heavy PMS, the more oils that you eat, like fish oils, perhaps, um, flaxseed oils, remember? <laughs> flaxseed, hemp seeds, sunflower seed, pumpkin seeds, all these great seeds. If you remember, we talk about seed cycling. That is amazing for your, uh, your, your sex drive, your circulatory system, and also to ease a bit of that PMS, okay? So fatty acids help with circulation, help relieve vaginal dryness. Remember yesterday I did say, please remind yourself or remind your pharmacist of the medications that you are actually taking. If they do cause dryness to the eyes, mouth, or the vagina, it can play a huge role in that. Um, you can also ensure that 
you know, you're incorporating a broad spectrum of fatty acids, avocados, um, you know, avocados, flaxseed, uh, salmon oil, fish oils, uh, eggs, walnuts, so much goodness, right? And different types of oils like avocado oil. Um, you can do olive oil, you can do coconut oil, all are super beneficial. And apple for orgasms, number six, different types of foods that are excellent for your vagina. An apple a day keeps the doctor away, so they say. So it is surprising the amount of benefits that you have in just eating an apple a day. It's incredible. The more organic apple, of course, and the more original to the first, first origins of apples would probably be better as well because a lot of the apples are so uh, modified to get you to eat more apples. It's true because I don't think that Honeycrisp or Cotton Candy or the Super Sweet or who the Jonathan's or all these crazy new or grapples. I don't know, all these crazy new brands of apples, I do not think that they were the original types of apples that were first formulated. And if you can go back to the basics, like a delicious, and of course they're modified as well. They all are modified, they're all GMO. So GMO not is only just because it can have the application of Roundup to it, but GMO, most plants and seeds are GMO so that they are modified for better production, uh, better uh, frost ability, better harvesting capabilities, more insect protection, more more uh, rot protection. And, and the brilliance of it is so that we can actually have vegetables and fruit in our grocery stores that are not expensive. But we have suffered the consequences of all of these alterations that it may not be providing the exceptional food qualities that we need. And uh, so it's always that's why the organic is the best to sort of get from but again it, regardless it goes back to ensuring that your liver and your digestive system are supported your inflammation is down you've got to the root of that issue you've reduced the inflammation you've opened up your detoxification detoxification pathways and you're supporting that doesn't matter what you eat it's how much stress you have going on in here it matters what you eat but if you're not digesting it then just stop just stop have to you're not going to digest anything it doesn't matter if you have the biggest beautifulest most delicious apple ever if you're just not paying attention <laughs> don't eat it at all so why is an apple <laughs> so it is suggested in this study in 2014 that women who ate an apple once a day had better sex lives hey i'm all in for more apples one phytoestrogenic uh florizidin Florizidin is a molecule that's found in apples. It's a phytoestrogen and is thought to promote better sexual function, arousal, lubrication, and the ability to orgasm. Isn't that incredible? So many reasons to have an apple a day, not only for uh, insulin management, uh, bowel movements, uh, you know, helps with teeth, uh, so much, so much, so much. <laughs> but now we know having an apple a day helps us in so many ways. Um, a woman who consumes two or more servings of citrus food a day are actually less likely to develop uterine fibroids. So that's why even grapefruit, uh, so important to have that. You don't even hear grapefruit much. It is such a beautiful fruit. It has so many great reasons to um, 
to eat that. And it's interesting, right? We were talking about pomegranates this morning, how the seeds look and they're good for the ovaries and egg production and fertility. Um, and that whole doctrine of medicine, what you eat looks like what it's supposed to take care of. And it's interesting when you're looking at the pulp of grapefruit, again, that would look like the lining of your uterus as well. Okay, so apples for vaginal health summary, the phytoestrogen uh, flora, florid, floridzin, floridzin, and antioxidants help stimulate vaginal blood flow, right? It promotes better sexual function, lubrication, and the ability to orgasm. You heard it right here, there's no lying. Soy. Soy can help decrease your estrogen levels, which to you, this is number six, soy may help decrease estrogen levels. And I know that may sound like a bit of an oxymoron to you because most people feel that you're not supposed to have soy. Too much of anything is always the problem and making sure you're having the right one. So that vanilla flavored soy silk drink is probably not what they're talking about. Um, and we're, gal we're downing that by the gallons. That is a problem because you're not actually taking in what you're supposed to take in. So uh, it is a phytoestrogen compound that mimic estrogen in the body. So a cup here or there of unflavored, unsweetened, organic soy milk, right? Adiname, not all the time, once in a while, uh, tofu, tempeh, miso. These are all really important sources of soy that you can utilize to create that phytoestrogenic effect. So you remember xenoestrogens and excessive estrogens that are produced by the body, or if you have those transfers or lacking the ability to, to transfer into good estrogens and you have too much bad estrogen, you want to get the phytoestrogen in there as you're aging so that it fills up those hormone receptors. So you don't want the xenoestrogens coming in. You don't want all of this crazy bad estrogen like the estradiol to come in and hog up the space as well. You want to be able to put in good estrogen compounds to fill up the receptors so that it activates the proper um, ability for the body to utilize the hormones as it should. Okay, it is so good, especially because women, as we age and we're entering into perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopausal, keep having our estrogen production reduced. There are very many different reasons for our estrogen levels other than a natural one, but it happens from medications that you're taking. Um, it can happen from like chemo medications or tamoxifen, things like that, uh, and all the way into menopause. But as you're getting that vaginal dryness sort of apparent coming through, you understand estrogens drop, the girl dries up, and you have to incorporate better food, better use of oils, and better use of phytoestrogens, just like soy, to again promote those great isoflavins, uh, to um, help with the body's ability to retain water and fluid, and to help benefit postmenopausal women with their skin and their vagina. So again, soy for vaginal health, plant-derived phytoestrogens are beneficial to women with decreased estrogen levels. And some would also say if there's an imbalance of bad estrogens in the body, you might want to opt for phytoestrogens because they may uh, 
get into the receptors better to ward off those bad estrogens or the toxic estrogens in those in those places. Now, don't just jump in and do these things. You have to understand yourself better. Talk about it with myself. Talk about it with a health professional, a naturopath, nurse practitioner to understand your your hormone levels so that you can be proactive. You can help vaginal dryness benefit uh, or help your skin and also blood vessel health in postmenopausal women as well if you're having soy. So you want minimally processed soy products. Okay not vanilla flavored sweetened soy milk, just saying. I would even hazard to guess that even tempeh or different things like that uh, can be over-processed as well. Okay, so avocados, hello. Again, food, a doctor and a food. You open it up, beautiful luscious surroundings, core seed inside, very good for women right? Looks like the uterus. That's all I'm saying. So it's a favorite toast topper, but it is so beneficial for your sex life. Who knew? Avocados are ample in healthy fats, vitamin B6, and potassium. And it is positive effects on your libido as well. This libido boosting fruit, it's not a vegetable, it's a fruit. It can enhance lubrication. It can enhance estrogen levels. It can help in bowel movements. It just is, is strengthening your vaginal walls and it can increase your ability to um, metabolize unsaturated fats. So funny enough, the avocado tree was loosely named the testicle tree by Aztecs. Isn't that funny? I'm just going to figure out what this one word is here. So avocados, once again, B6, potassium, lubrication, strengthen vaginal wall. It's think beyond the avocado. So another day tomorrow, maybe we talk, we might talk about different ways to eat the avocado other than sing about the avocado. And the role of, oh, so good. There's many studies about how the roles of avocados for maternal women during that preconception period, pregnancy and lactation. So that is amazing. There's so much research about the avocado. I love it. Number eight. Can you guess what it is? Eat your greens, girls. Dark leafy greens decrease vaginal dryness. These, you know, we talk about this all the time. Every single day we talk about greens. We cannot get enough of them. Grow them. You need to eat them. Sprout. Make them. Like it's just, it can be that easy. Yes, the initial setup cost may be difficult. Sure. But definitely use it so that you can grow your own vegetables at home or grab a, a garden tower or tower garden and uh, take care of these things. Vaginal health adds to the long list of the importance of leafy greens for the body. Dark leafy greens are blood purifying. Again, we go back to the amount of blood vessels that are contained inside the pelvic floor is incredible. Um, again, we want to include the circulation of the many dietary nitrates, the ability to detoxify and move and enhance the, the circulation that needs to happen in that area. 
this can help prevent vaginal dryness by increasing the stimulation and circulation of the ever of it. So of course we have more blood circulation. That means stimulation. You know what I mean? Leafy greens, dark leafy greens have lots of vitamin E, magnesium, calcium, all of which are beneficial to muscle health, including your vaginal muscles. So blood purifying, enhanced circulation, increased stimulation, prevent vaginal dryness, think green, think green, kale, collard green, spinach, chard, whatever you can get into yourself, definitely do that incorporated into many different types of foods. And I just love it. I love it. So there are just so many great ways to, to look at your health and to understand how you can benefit your health, uh, even for your vagina, when you eat better. Isn't that wonderful? I think it's fantastic to look at it from the bigger picture of things. And I think the more that we've been talking this week, I think it's been so, so beneficial. And we never even talked about water. Oh my gosh. You need to be drinking so much water. Like try and drink a gallon. See what you can do. See how you feel, right? You want to create that, of course, cleaning and, and that aspect. And you definitely want to ensure. Uh, Dr. V actually brought up a good point as well when I was listening to one of her talks. Um, the toilet paper, sanitary napkins, tampons, right? Uh, even all these silly wipes that we use now. Um, one, the first three, the toilet paper, tampons, and sanitary pads are the most bleached out products that you could possibly imagine. And you can imagine that there is probably a little bit of transfer for chemical or a lot of transfer of chemicals, especially bleach, because we know that is a carcinogenic compound, right, um, with that. So if you're going to use organic or you're going to use a, a natural cotton or even uh, the little cups, do the best that you can. Just understand if you have frequent UTIs, you need to look at the bigger picture of things where you need to correct and or those types of things. Um, and I think there's so much more that we can talk about when it comes to the vagina. We may continue on this talk uh, tomorrow as well, because I think it's very, very important to understand um, those types of things. I do want to finish off by saying the worst food that you can eat for your vagina. As much fun as we had with all the good stuff, we definitely want to know the worst food for your vagina, candy and sugar, right? It's just going to promote yeast infections, right? And it, if all you're eating is fruit, that may be a problem as well because you're not balancing out with the greens. Too much is too much is too much. And you, then maybe you have candidosis, candidosis, candida. That will also do that as well. Alcohol. Limit your alcohol, right? Um, you can probably to one drink a day 
or a couple of weeks, that type of idea, but you're increasing your risk of breast cancer and you're increasing your risk of other hormonal cancers uh, and that may also inhibit the body. And really those are the only two things. Uh, there are so many great things you can talk about with the vagina, how to the health of the vagina, and perhaps that'll be a continued talk again next month when we get back to talking about vaginal health. Thank you again for joining me and please have a beautiful day today. If you have questions or you want to learn more, join me in the Wise Divine Woman private Facebook page where we meet every morning at eight and go through and talk about all sorts of good things hormone related. And then you also uh, can join on the wisedivinewoman.com page course page, download some freebies, and also uh, get in on that as well. You guys have a beautiful, beautiful day. Take care and be blessed. Did you know that I'm ready to launch my hormone transformation? Did you know that I feature a five-day hormone detox at the beginning of every month? So every month for five days, we dig deep and understand some really strategic approaches to hormone health through faith, through mindset, through body movement, and through nutrition. So join me the beginning of every month in my Facebook page, Wise Divine Woman, and we are going to work together as a team. You'll also get a taste of how we can work together as as a coach and as a team and as as I can motivate you for making change. Now, the hormone transformation program is going to be launched uh, four times a year. It's an intensive 12 week program where we get to work in group setting and also one on one. It's where I can transform your life from fed up to faith fueled to become the wise divine woman that I know you're meant to be. I know that you're tired of managing these things all by yourself. Period health, menopause, thinning hair, weight gain, hot flashes, brain fog, and so much more. I know that you're ready for change. You're listening to the podcast. You've been part of my community. So let's join together and get this done. I know that as a team, we can face perimenopause and menopause together and we can tell these agonizing symptoms to hit the road. I believe that when we work together through hormone health based in the four pillar system of nutrition, faith, education, and implementation, we are going to have a massive hormone and health transformation. I believe in this system. I know it works. I've had transformations myself. I have put a stop to hot flashes. I'm getting a grip on weight loss and making changes. And I'm clearing this heaviness of brain fog and I'm seeing the light. I invite you to join me for this 12-week mastermind course, this hormone transformation where we can have live coaching where we meet daily in the morning we meet weekly in a group setting we talk to each other beginning and end about how I can personally help you and I know that these are really emotional times but I'm here for you 
inside this program, we're going to go through some very specific solutions that are going to help you learn to eat for hormone health, change some self-sabotaging mindsets, correct hormonal imbalances, and recharge your libido to light up the bedroom and everything in between. I believe that I know you can become the best again, that you can reclaim your hormones, restore your vitality, regain your confidence, and I know this program is meant for you. Go to thewisedivinewoman.com and check out the courses. Remember the beginning of every month, we do the five-day hormone detox together. Dig in deep, ready for change, prepare our bodies. And then four times a year, we're doing the hormone transformation. If you have questions, please message me, call me, DM me, whatever you need to do. Get into my Facebook page and let's get together and make these transformations so that you can become the wise divine woman that you're meant to be.